welcome to the Craft Heads Podcast. Oh. We have a special guest here tonight. The the official sponsor of the Craft Heads Podcast, the much ballyhooed Tyler Pico. Hello, everyone. Thanks for being here, man. Thanks for having me. It's uh, been an absolute delight. I caught the red eye, and I think I maybe slept an hour, so let's have some vodka. Here, let's do it. Um, <clears throat> Tyler's told me about... I'm going to call you Pico. That's, that's Pico's told better. me about this <clears throat> vodka that's real good that he wanted me to try. It's called Beluga. It oh, is shit. a... Uh, a uh, little backstory behind this. So I used to, one of the players I used to work with in uh, New York, I asked him, I say, I can't hear you. Just too honest. weak right now. Yes. Um, I don't want to get any. There Oof. you go. Ooh. Good sound. Let me pour it for you. Go for it. So I asked him, I said, what, what, you know, what, what's the, what's the Russian vodka that people drink? He goes, normal people drink Russian standard, but you want good vodka, you drink the one with the fish on it. So I like it. Blue. The fish. So give it a little swirl, get the get a little, little bit of a chill in there, and then, chilly chill. Yeah, and I'm not gonna be offended if you don't like it. I know you're not a vodka guy, but I am like a. You might turn me into one. Time vodka guy, so uh, Nostrovia. Nostrovia. This is nothing. This is so easy to drink. It's fantastic, isn't it? It's it is fantastic. For, there's like a little. You'll get like a little like throat stomachy after it actually it actually tastes like something it tastes it has taste yeah I, so <clears throat> it's not fair I, you know i'm not a vodka guy but i never buy if i need vodka i never buy good stuff and wow that is really good yeah i feel like roger sterling from mad men because i'm drinking out of the mad men glasses this is perfect these glasses are quite fantastic mm-hmm. uh listener and friend andrew he'll be you remember andrew rita we yeah, we love beauty. we love Mad Men and um, we watched a bunch of it together in college and we would sit around drinking whiskey out of these glasses. So we we'll appreciate. I like how you still have them. Like oh uh, hell yeah, I'm a guy. Like when I move, I'm just like yeah, I throw. Everything you lose out. everything. Yeah, I just throw everything out. They've been with like me if for it doesn't a while. fit in my Jeep, I fucking leave. It. Yeah, I understand. You you move around a little bit more, but yeah, not I'm, a ton. I'm a gypsy. I'm like last of the hardcore troubadours. Well, like, I sleep love on your floor. Good word drop. Um, so. I told you I was saving the topic for a surprise. I have anxiety. No, don't. It's. <laughs> I promise there is nobody more suited to talk about this topic than you. Anal bleaching? Close. <laughs> so, backstory before I say exactly what it is. Oh, here we go. The tension builds. I am a big fan of uh, Dave Rubin. He's a comedian, uh, commentator, like a political commentator. He's got a podcast, a show, and all kinds of stuff. Really great guy. Really interesting intellectual guy. And um, one of his uh, episodes, he interviewed Larry King, which is huge. I mean, who, who bigger to interview than literally the king of interviewing? And he made me realize... I don't, he, he like stirred something in me, Larry King. That was weird because in the whole episode, you can he's like four hundred years old, and he's like, does he have the grizzly beard? Like, no, no, no. He's he's the guy that looks dead. Larry yeah, King. but he, he has the beard now, right? Does he oh, I don't know. Beard? I don't know. Does was he? Was there no video file? Or no, this this was just an audio podcast. Oh no, oh, he literally, well, literally looks like Santa he normally Claus. has videos, so maybe there is one of him. You're not thinking of David Letterman, are you? Because he's got the grizzly beard now. Oh uh, no, you're right. You're right. Okay, you're which right. is yeah, very impressive. Yeah, valid. Yeah, I don't. I don't think Larry King's ever had a beard. But anyways, he like stirred something in me about the art and passion of interviewing. So the topic is you. Oh god, here we go. No, I'm serious, dude. I want you to tell our listeners 
about yourself, about where you're from, what you're doing, what you want to do, where you're going. There's, there's, there's a lot of really interesting stuff about you. I think you're, you're actually one of my most interesting friends and I think it's cool learning about different people and what they're doing with their lives. So I want our listeners to hear a little bit about it. I'm not like a big self promoter. So I know I'm putting you on the spot, man. Yeah. Like I'll talk a little bit about like my travels and yeah, that's, you can tell Um, stories. You don't have to, so this is all you, I would say like after college, um, IUP, just, you know, five-year plan. It was fantastic. Learned a lot, you know, student loans forever. Sure. Um, I cannot stand Western Pennsylvania, and I think that you know we grew, this. And we, we grew up together. Yes, yeah. and I think that I cannot spend more than 24 hours back there without <laughs> wanting to run someone over with my car. I understand. So um, I immediately left, and, you know, fresh out of college, and you know, tough to find a job, and I think everyone's been through that, like, well, you have enough experience, bullshit, so... I just, I packed uh, a guitar in my hockey bag and a bag, a duffel bag full of clothes, and I just left for Florida. Yeah. Like on a Tuesday, like randomly. Yeah, you did go to Florida. I just I forgot about I it. I just dipped. What part? Um, so I was all over the place, actually. So, um, like Orlando, Winter Park, I hung out there for a while, and then I kicked around Tampa, Florida, and did some freelancing, and then I wound up in Naples for like a month. I was just like no madden it up yeah you really that is all around so i would do like uh freelance gigs and play music and i had some friends down there so to be honest with you i didn't have a dime to my name Mm -hmm. and like i lived out of this white pontiac you know the grand dam uh, yeah the fucking american classic (laughs) um and i just like it was the happiest time of my life i would spend like two days fishing just like whatever yeah like you know, didn't pay my phone bill, so it didn't go off. Like, yeah, that's <laughs> like, perfect. That's yeah. perfect for fishing. Yeah, right. So, you know, um, so eventually, I you know started meeting some people and talking, and I uh, attended a hockey clinic that was going down in Florida. Long story short, ended up brushing some elbows with some people and um, landed a job in uh, New York City with the Rangers um, NHL club. If no one knows, um, <clears throat> spent. Uh, better half of two years there. Um, the first year was rough. If anyone knows anything about New York City, it's wicked expensive, and you just got to just grind in the, yep. the corporate. It's ugh. But I swear, if you live there for any period of time, it just makes you such a strong human being that yeah, no one can touch you. As as Frank Sinatra said, "If I can make it there, I'll make it anywhere." Yeah, yeah. it's it's uh. It's, in, it's incredible just now that I live in Vegas and some things that pop up and I'm like, uh, this is an issue for you. Yeah. Like people get flustered at the littlest things. So anyways, uh, spent the better half of uh, two and a half years there and then uh, ended up uh, winding up in Vegas, which is probably the favorite place I've lived. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and I see why it's it's incredible. Like and I don't and I don't, I can't even say for like the strip and all the entertainment and the gambling, if that's your forte, which it is not for me. If I lose five dollars on a machine, I'm ready to vomit. <laughs> uh, but we did that's have fun. Thing. We did have fun with the Vinny machine. That was a oh my god. That was a my cousin Vinny slot machine it was absolutely at we, the Red Rock at the Red Rock Casino. Yeah, we we got after it yeah which is outside of town yeah, for anybody yeah, who doesn't yeah. it's in uh downtown Summerlin, which is a great spot if you come to vegas and, and you're looking to see some beauty and see uh you know what <coughs> local life is about and there's a really great state park there red rocks uh yeah 
Red Rock State Park. But anyways, yeah, uh, been there um, for, you know, it's coming up on two years now and, you know, got some new things in the works, but uh, it's been great. I mean, I've been everywhere. I've been to, you know, 30 US city, or thirty cities in the U.S. and Canada, plus um, Stockholm, Sweden, Oslo, Norway, um, Gothenburg, Sweden, uh, just all kind of places doing, doing cool things and, and shooting features and just being with incredible people and just meeting just awesome people and, and Vegas is incredible because it's such a it's it's a big town but it's a small town so I mean you show up to dinner one night with a buddy and you're having dinner with like little John and it's yeah. like yeah it's, yeah it's incredible like hey how's it going peaks like it just no big deal so yeah. it's it's kind of surreal in, in that fact but um again like I said I'm not a big uh I have like one guy and I, th- I think we've had this discussion that i would be like giddy over and i'm mm-hmm. like a huge john Mayer fanatic oh so, totally dude yeah so, so, so like, I. I think uh i actually had tickets to the john Mayer dave Chappelle controlled danger show and then i had to like i had to work like i missed it oh it was on no New Year's Day. yeah I was so I was, so wait have you have you seen him in person uh, like play yeah yeah, yeah, yeah okay. absolutely it's okay. like the only concert i buy tickets to really yeah it, um, i and, and actually just spinning off of that I went to one of his concerts here in Atlanta a couple of years ago. I've been to a lot of concerts, a lot of different kinds of music. He was the most, he, he displayed the most raw talent I've seen on stage. Well, it's great because. Because it, he doesn't truly do what he's capable of in his studio work. He, he went crazy on stage. And I was like, I did not know this man was this talented. With the guitar. He's got a great voice, but his talent is in the way he plays a guitar. And he is like a, he doesn't have synesthesia per se, but he has like a form of synesthesia. So like when he, I've watched so many documentaries and like interviews and all this crazy mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, like when he plays, he sees like shapes and colors and like the blending of the senses. Yeah. And, and he yeah. just like doesn't even think. It just That's happens. wild. And it like blows my mind, right? Like, well, that, that makes sense now that you're telling me yeah, that. Because yeah. I'm like, okay, that all adds up. Yeah. Like yeah. I play music. I'm like, oh, fuck. Fuck. <laughs> fuck. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, uh. No, that would kind of be like my celebrity, but no, man, I, it's, uh, it's crazy, you know, like, um, we all kind of live different lives and I kind of live a, it's, it's more of a lifestyle in terms of like, it's constantly working. Yeah. Like you I, are, we talk like seven you days a week. 24 seven, bro. Yeah. I don't know how you do it. So I don't know what the future holds, but maybe possibly shifting gears, but like, you know, I just roll with the punches now. I used yeah. to kind of overanalyze everything and. I'm just like, oh, well, I'm here. Like, might as well enjoy it. Yeah. Kind well, of slow down. You, you've had an incredible year with uh, the Vegas Golden Knights. I mean, their their inaugural year as a, as a franchise and almost won the Stanley Cup. And, it, you know, you were busier than ever, of course, and they didn't actually go all the way. But if, you know, even if it's not necessarily your next move or even next two moves, do you see yourself – in the long run, like staying with hockey, I mean, is that what's what's your favorite part about what you do? Because you do video production yeah, mostly. Yeah. So I guess it's just it's easy for me to understand what people like to digest. If that makes sense. Yeah. Like what works and what doesn't work. Yeah. Just because I don't want to say I'm an expert in the game, but like I I know the game well enough, and I know what people like. And especially Vegas fans are just, it's such a community-driven It is. Based, uh, you hooked us up with tickets to that one game. Yeah. That was awesome, man. Yeah, yeah, right? It blew your mind, right? It was, like, you didn't it was, expect that. Right? It was outstanding, yeah. yeah. So that's why I tell people. They're like, oh, I'm like, listen, come to the game. I'll give you some seats and like you come to the game. And that was before 
they were like Stanley Cup contenders. That was early on in the season, and yeah, they won most of their games. I think it was like February or something. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Uh, no, no, it was. Um, it that would have been September of 2017. <coughs> oh, so that was like right at the start. It, right at the start. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, again, they were winning, but it's it, nobody. Nobody could have known yeah. what was going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, and then uh, the whole October one thing, and then. Just the way everyone rallied behind the team, and, and it was kind of incredible. Sure, it was it was a once in a lifetime experience that I was so busy that I don't think I like took a step back to kind of take it in until way later. Mm-hmm. And it was funny because you know when I left the Rangers. I was like, oh, that's great. Like things going nice. Your expansion franchise. Like we won't make the playoffs for like five years. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I'll be like, I'll be like on my boat in April. Yeah, like this is gonna be great. There were all those talks yeah. about the the. The Vegas, the Golden Knights, their odds of going to the, or, or winning the Stanley Cup were something retarded, maybe like five hundred to one or something, and then it almost became a reality. And of course, it didn't. But can you imagine? These you know, sports books were losing their minds. Yes, I mean, you would have people killing themselves over that. They were like, had that happened, freaking out. Yeah. Like, and you could see it firsthand. Like being in Vegas, like they were calling people and like, is this really going to happen? Like, were they taking out like insurance? Like, I don't know how that works. I'm not a gambler. Yeah, but they were. Making phone calls and... People were probably ready to flee the country. Yeah. And honestly, there was a lot of people selling there, you know, that either bought like 100 bucks in under 500 or one or $20. They were like selling them on eBay. Totally. And people were buying them. Yeah. And, and that makes I, sense. I'm not allowed to bet on Your anything own team. hockey related. Yeah, NHL so, period. Yeah, yeah. Like, so we signed a deal. Like we're not allowed to bet on any of that thing. And I'm, yeah. not, I'm not a gambler. I've never bet. I've never bet on sports ever. I'm not. I just, I don't like to gamble. Yeah. I do. That, like, that's a good thing. Yeah, like <laughs> I mess around the stock market, but like that's a different Which, form of gambling. It, it, yeah, I joke with my brother a lot that it's gambling, but it's different. You can make yeah. educated guesses, yeah. and there are patterns yeah. and I'm, such. I'm not guessing on Jimmy Jones to throw a 300 yard pass or whatever. Exactly. Like, you know, like kick a field. Goal. I got right. I I have no I have no inkling of what's going to happen. No, like, I mean I could exactly. Never, I could not make an educated guess. So, jeez, um, no. And before you know it, you know, I was in, in, in Manitoba, Winnipeg, Manitoba, wearing a Stanley Cup, or, a, you know, a, the championship hat, you know, with holding this trophy. Like, like oh, I get a picture of the trophy. I'm like, no, I didn't win it. And they're like, no, no, no. Like, yeah. I'm not a, I'm just like a get in, get out kind of guy. So it was, it was very weird, like, because I posted this photo on my Instagram or whatever, which I very, very rarely use. And people are like, oh, this is incredible. I didn't even know you did this, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, I'm not a big like self-promoter. Yeah. Like, it just makes me feel awkward, eh? Like, I just feel weird. But it was kind of surreal when I'm standing in the locker room and the, you know, the general manager comes in and I'm the first person standing in the doorway because I'm, like, waiting for the champagne and all this stuff to die down. Yeah. And he kind of, like, puts his arm around me and shakes my hand. He's like, congratulations, son. I'm like, I didn't do anything, but okay. <laughs> right. but like I wasn't out there. But then I, yeah, like I stopped for a moment. Right? Like I, yeah, I wasn't out there. I was yeah. having a cheeseburger in the press box. Like, yeah, but you so. had a ton to do with the hype of the team and the season and the spirit and all just all of that. You know? Yeah, I mean, it was not. And looking back on it, I'm just like, how do we pull this off? For how? Uh, yes, get yourself some more. Yeah, dude. That, yeah, it's so good. <laughs> um, no, it was incredible, and we have a, an incredible team of people, and it's just it was a, it was a talent pool from uh, <coughs> from so many different teams and so many different organizations, and and it was just 
it was fantastic. And it, it's a very lean and mean team, and everyone is um, very family-oriented. Yeah. Like, I know everyone's name in our office. And, and you play Xbox with them and shit. Yeah, yes. like, yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Like, I... So I didn't own an Xbox. I'm like, oh, yeah, I got PUBG. We play PUBG. And like, I suck at video games now because I never really play. So yeah. I get on PUBG and just get like shot the first five minutes. And then I'm just like sitting there waiting for the game to end. Yeah. Because all my buddies are like, oh, I'm terrible at PUBG. Yeah. So. yeah. I'm, I'm like, I'm like running around like naked and everyone has like level four body armor. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, I can't find anything. I have like a pistol. Yeah. I get sniped. I'm like, yeah. okay, perfect. So your your most positive experience, no doubt, is because of you know, the people you're surrounded with, the, you know, working with the team and everything. But what are some of the other things about your, I don't know, your current status in life? It's, you know, especially the Vegas lifestyle. Like, your, do you have any, like, really good stories you want to share? Or, I don't um, know, any advice that you have for people? Because I know you and I have these really deep conversations all the time. And sometimes yeah. I'm like, I wish other people could be a part of these, too. About what it's, you're looking it's for. It's funny when you, like, put me on the spot, right? I know. Like, we have I'm these, sorry. We have these off-the-cuff conversations and we're, like, losing our minds. And now, like... When you ask me, like, oh, tell me a good story. I'm like, yeah. ah, I don't know. Well, don't worry about it. It's... You ask me about a good story. I don't, I mean, I have, you know, I have stories of uh, certain things, but it's very weird because I don't like the English, like, oh, people aren't going to be interested in that. I think uh, you'd be surprised. The, the reason I say that is because, <clears throat> excuse me, everybody's coughing, everybody's sick in this apartment right yeah. now. Fine. Um, Get some <laughs> antibiotic, show the penicillin, do something. I, I need something. Yeah. But uh, it's, as I'm drinking vodka. I feel with a bunch of commoners here today. Come on. Yes. Common folk. We, uh, or not we, some of the interviews that I've been listening to on the, the podcasts that I really like. My, my favorite podcast is actually Colin's Last Stand, which is, uh, he's one of the guys that spun off of, have you ever heard of Kind of Funny? They they were, they were like a, well, not were, they're a video game company. They, they do, you know, reviews, playthroughs, walkthroughs. They have a podcast, all kinds of crazy shit. Um, back when I did 2v1 with Nick and Josh, they I know they listened and watched them a lot. I literally have never watched a single p- piece of content by them. I was just, I was never interested in it, weirdly enough. But long story short, uh, Colin Moriarty, he made a joke on a completely harmless joke on Twitter one day um, uh, about, it was like International Women's Day or whatever. And he said something like, ah, oh, finally a day of peace and quiet or something like that. <laughs> it was, it was totally, it was like a dad joke. Yeah. And of course, everyone lost their mind and he was completely unapologetic about it. And he was like, it's not a big deal. I, you know, he's like, it wasn't said with any malice or anything. He's like, my girlfriend thought it was hilarious, yada, yada, whatever. Yeah. And he was, I loved how unapologetic he was because there, there, it was completely harmless and he basically got ostracized, and I, I don't know if he was technically fired or whatever, but it was one of those, like, forced out kind of things. So he yeah. he left Slash, was kicked out of Kind of Funny, and he started his own thing, and he's every bit as successful now on his own, if not more successful in many regards, as Kind mm-hmm. of Funny. And I love this guy. He's really interesting. And where I'm going with all this is he interviews a lot of random people. Actually, I'll just I'll use your word. He interviews a lot of commoners, even some of his own patrons on Patreon. And I am fascinated by what they have to say. So when you say you don't think people will be interested, I think you're mistaken. It's really cool to hear about different walks of life. and You know what? I, I can kind of agree with you with that because, um, like, so I had a buddy that was, like, a big-time alcoholic, right? Mm-hmm. Like, he was... Uh, you don't have to name names. Do I know him? Possi- possibly. possibly. Po- couple I degrees of separation? Between the sleep deprivation and the, and the, you're and foggy. the vodka. It's okay. Like, yeah, continue. It's like, I don't know. Um... So I went and 
he's one of my good friends, and I was like, hey man, like uh, we gotta get you going. Like we gotta, get, like kind of you're gonna kill yourself. Yeah, and like uh, we got, and I booze right. Like yeah, I, I both do. I booze. So I went like sat in a couple of AA meetings. We said, oh, this is stupid. Blah blah. I'm like, yeah, sure. I you know I kind of agree with him. I swear to you that I sat through these AA meetings, and the amount of insight that you get. Yeah, from I was gonna these, say I think those work. humans. <laughs> Are incredible, and it might even be about like <laughs> alcoholism or, or any of these things. It, these people just like talk about their lives, and you're waiting for like a like a, like it's a like a Hollywood movie. You're like, okay, and then what? Yeah, and then, and then you realize and it's just another person, and then they're just like, okay, I'm done. Yeah, and you're like, what the fuck happened? They're like, I don't, I, I didn't get there yet. Yeah, and you're just that's like, really cool. And it that's really a good it really puts a spin on your perspective, and yeah. it like really levels you out in terms of like. What you're doing in your life, and the shit I that you always, complain about, and you're like, "Wow, I really don't have it." That I, bad. I'm a, I'm a whiner. I complain yeah. about the stupidest things. Yeah, like I, you know, I came home, I was gone on a road trip for like six days, and you know, there was like, we have a dog, me and my roommate, and she like didn't clean up after the dog, and I was just like, "Oh fuck!" And it's the end dog. of the world. Yeah, at the yeah. Moment. I was like, "This is ridiculous." Like, yeah, yeah. I just sometimes you find things to grasp onto, but. I want to tell you that you bringing that up and then me thinking back to this, and this was this was probably like 2011, 2012 that I sat through these things. Yeah. Man, does it give you a different perspective on things. Like, And, and that's the other thing, too, is it, uh, it came around to us once or twice because we only went to a couple. And thank mm-hmm. God he, like, straightened his things out. Yeah. Like, and he's fine. Good. But, you know, I always passed. He talked a couple times, but I always passed because I was more in tune to listening to what everyone else had to say. Mm-hmm. And I never knew really what I wanted to say because I feel like everyone else was so conscientious of what was going on in their life. And I'm just like, I have no idea what I'm doing. Yeah. Like, I still to this day, like... I don't either. No. And that's that's what you and I talk about a lot. Yeah. And We're I just get, taking it one day at a time. And my big thing is, is I try not to go with these, like, society creates these invisible rules that people follow, like... Have to be married by this age. You have to. I try and break as many as I can. Yes, like that's what I do now. I fight (laughs) it. Yeah. So nonconformist. For for instance, we were both back home for Christmas, and we we met up at Z Pub for a tasty beverage. But you know, I I ran into someone, and I couldn't tell you where, um, because I try not to remember going back to Western Pennsylvania for any reason. Um, Like, oh yeah, you know, it was someone's dad. Oh, it was at Walmart. I went to Communist Mart for some reason. Whatever. (laughs) And uh, like, oh yeah, so and so, my son. I'm not gonna name names. He's like, oh, he's getting married. I'm like, oh, congratulations, that's awesome. He's like, do you have a girlfriend, fiance? I was like, yeah, I'm talking to somebody. And he's like, are you gonna get married? I'm like, no, I'm not. Yeah. He's like, oh, well, that's a shame. And I'm like, what do you mean that's a shame? What do you? What, his, what are you his response this? should have been like, oh, cool. Exactly. Like, like if that's like, what you want to do. Yeah. Cool. I'm like, <laughs> I was like, she's 25. Yeah. Like. She's in school. Yeah. She's going for pharmacy tech or something. I couldn't tell you. She's way smarter than me. Like, <laughs> like I'm sure she'd love to hear that. I was like, yeah. I was like, well, I'm gonna roll in when she's in the middle of her, uh, you know, third semester into farm school and be like, hey, you want to get married? Yeah. I'm not gonna do that. Right. Everyone's their own path, right? Like, I'm lost. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. Like, I'm. It's it's very interesting that people have these and I, and I. And I don't want to pin it on, like, Western PA people, but I feel like it's very black and white there. And, like, everyone has these, like, oh, I have to do this or I have to do this. And, like... Yeah, and we even talked earlier this morning. We had a, one of our one of our talks. You got in super early because of your crazy flights and experience getting down to Atlanta. 
or over, I should say. And, um, you know, we just talked about how uh, a lot of people that we know personally haven't experienced very many different cultures or, or places or things really. And, and that tends to feed a, a closed mind. Yeah. Toward a lot of things, you know, not just any one particular aspect of life. And it also goes two ways, I would say, because I've been so many cool places that I've seen so many cultures, like, and, uh, like, Stockholm, Sweden, is just this incredible place. Yeah. And everyone is, like, everyone recycles, and it's not a, like, oh, you recycle, that's good. Like, if you don't recycle, they're like, You're a piece of shit. Yeah, you're a piece of shit. Yeah. Like, and the kids wear, like, every kid's wearing a bicycle helmet. It's as small as, like... You know, the kid's like, oh, I'm going to go and ride on my bike. i got to wear my helmet. Like, it's not, it's like, oh, I'm not going to wear my helmet because I'm cool. It's like, it's ingrained in their society that, yeah. like, That's I'm going to wear a helmet so I don't die. Yeah. Like. It's smart. Yeah. And everything's, like, efficient and, uh, I don't know. I'm not saying everything about their society is incredible, but you see these different things that just kind of, like, blow your mind. Yeah. And it's not like they recycle, like, oh, I got a, a recycling bin in my house and I, they separate it. Yeah. Like every building has a separated, like, here's where your tins go when yeah. you have a tuna. And like, here's where your Gatorade's bottle you full of piss. Like, yeah. Like, we, this is going to make you sick. We don't re- recycle glass in Georgia. Great. We can't because there's no money in it. There's no demand for it. I hate it. I have to throw glass away. It makes me sick. It's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. And like, so it's, it's funny because, uh, and again, I can't name names, but the, this one place I worked, they didn't have recycling bins and I just threw a fit. Yeah. And, like, of course, I'm guilty of, like, throwing a plastic bottle in a trash can once in a while, but, like, I hate people that shit on the planet. Like, Yeah, it, it's, or at least, you know, don't make it worse than you need to. I, I don't even expect people to go super out of the way, but, you know, it's just, there's, like, little things you can do. I mean, I, I think I mentioned on a podcast an episode or two ago, I gave up K-Cups. I was like, these are horrible. These the are guy horrible that invented those. He regrets it. He immediately said they're horrible. All the, all I hate these. For him to say he regrets it is a little hypocritical because I bet he yeah. doesn't regret the money. As he sits on his yacht. Yeah, exactly. But I appreciate the sentiment. Yeah. I'm glad he said that. Incredible. Yeah. Um, See, that's where I wanted to go with that. I yeah. just wanted to sort of go off on ta- uh, no. some tangents. We did one on channel. Well, I hope it's insightful for listeners because, like, I feel like if I listen to someone else rant about things that. You know what? I take that back because I listened to you, you and Tommy it. ran about the, the stupidest things and I love it. And, and you went to AA meetings and listened to other people. Yeah. No, I mean, it goes without saying that I think people would get along more, not just in this country, everywhere around the world if we listened. And here's more. the other thing is like people have these, and I take it back to like society and its unwritten rules of like, oh, you have to be married and have kids by this time and like you should be successful and have a house by like... Yep. Fuck that. Write your own book. Yeah. Write your own rule book, man. Like, if you want to take a year off and, and bum it in Florida like I did and, yes. like, fish, I'm telling you, you have the best time of your life. You have a dollar in your name. You're not going to pay your student <laughs> loans. You're going to go forbearance. Like, you're not going to give a shit. Yeah. Like, I've never had a more clear mind than I was, like, yep. sitting in Naples, Florida with a fishing pole in my hand, drinking a rolling rock. Like, I, I, no I like the, what you said there, write your own rule book, because something that as, as I'm getting older and, you know, learning a lot more, uh, I, I definitely think I learned more about myself and about the world in 2018 than ever. It, it was the wisest year of, of my own personal life. Yeah. And one thing that I realize I'm starting to put above all else is the individual. And I don't mean myself. I mean the power of the individual and not the not collect. I'm, I'm an individualist versus a uh, collectivist. 
And that's really important. I, I think people need to be thinking about that a lot more frequently. I think that people really underestimate themselves and yeah. what they're capable of. Yep. Yeah. And they're and they're too afraid of, of taking risks and taking leaps and doing I things think, that other people will not approve of. I think they're too afraid of what other people are going to say. Yeah, say and think both. And I used to care about that a lot. We just talked about this last episode. Full circle. I love it. And I was like... I could give a fuck less about what you think of me. Yeah. Like, please trash talk me. Yeah. I'm not going to lose any sleep at night. No. Like, I none. sleep like a baby. None. <laughs> like, I would actually prefer if you did. Yeah. Like, uh, it's it's incredible to me that, you know, like, we go back to the West. I go home and people know exactly who I've dated, where I've been. They're like, oh, how was, uh, you know, how was Oslo? So I'm like, I didn't post one thing on. So like, how did you know I was there? Like, did you talk to my mom? Nothing's a secret. Like, you friends with my mom? <laughs> yeah, she's got diarrhea mouth. Stay away from her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Keep the liver spotted heads off my mother. She's a saint. <laughs> but no, I think I think it, it goes back to individuals. A worry about what everyone else thinks about them. Like I I hate like Instagram models and people that you know, influencers. Like, oh, I need like all this attention. Yeah. And post bikini pictures on my like. Yeah. Yep. I have a I have a I have a sad reality for you. It's gonna come crashing down and you're you're probably gonna wanna add your life. Yeah. Like if that's where you get your your inspiration from is other people clicking like for you. That's true. That's a really motivate good, that's yourself. A good way of putting it. Your worst enemy should be yourself. And it's funny because like what I'm doubting myself or doubting something I'm doing, like and and I talk to people, I talk to my friends. Like I call you all the time, like, hey Alex, what do you think about this? Yeah. Like I respect your opinion. You just yep. like bring me full circle. And I think we do it back and forth. Absolutely. It's sometimes you get in your own head. We do that a lot. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then you just that. call your buddy and he's just like, Yeah, you're an idiot, you're fine. Like, what are you talking about? And yeah. then you're like, Oh, okay, I'm an idiot. I'm a big dummy. Yeah. Like and that, that's what like rely on your support base. I, Absolutely. Like, I would say. Um I, I like again, like people want to restorate themselves, worry about what everyone else thinks of them, like, I could care less. Like, yeah. if, if making you happy is living in a double wide in South Beaver, Pennsylvania, like, you're my guy. I like you. Yeah. If you're a good guy and treat people right, and, like... I, I'm right there with right? you. Right? Like, that's, that's the only, that's that's the only requirement of my friendship. Yeah. Like, I have I have friends that are more than happy of, like, living and dying and, like, raising a family in Beaver County and, like, saying their kids a Blackhawk doing that, like, I'm a football player thing, like, Whatever. Not my pig, not my farm. Like that's your. Are thing. you happy, and do you treat others well? Exactly. Then I'm happy too. Right. Yeah. And and uh, I can't tell you what context someone told me this one time, but it kind of when you kind of have an epiphany, like I had like an awe moment where I'm just like, wow, I don't care about anyone's thoughts anymore, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Unless I like value your opinion. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like I get trashed on the internet so much, but like videos and stuff I do, people are like, oh, I'm like, oh, that's great. Why don't you come work here? Yeah, like yeah, okay. exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's very easy for people to talk over the internet. Yeah. Too easy, actually. Yeah. So I guess what is the we went on a wicked tangent. What is the that, encompassing? The 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 encompass the topic was Tyler Pico. Oh, I don't. I'm dead serious, know. dude. That that's what it was. I I wanted to sort of just have an interview and just give you the floor to talk about yourself, tell some stories, and maybe go on some tangents. And we covered all three of those things. Nice. I have one last question for you. Yes. If if there is one. Putting you on the spot. If there is one major thing that you could accomplish for yourself in the next five years, what would that be? And I just thought of that. I didn't plan this. I know you did. That was very off the top of your head. I love this. This is great. Um, <laughs> first of all, hand me that vodka. Ah. Um, the... 
I guess for me is like finding what your your actual drive and like I this isn't a straight answer, right? So like what drives you? We talk about like work and jobs and all that stuff, and I'm not gonna get into that because that's between you and I. Yes. But uh, you know what motivates you? Does money motivate you? Does happiness motivate you? Does you know where you live motivate you? I guess I'm kind of I've been every uh, all these places and done all these things and met all these people. Johnny Cash. I've been everywhere. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Except I didn't do nearly as many drugs as you. <laughs> <laughs> no, nowhere near. Yeah, I kept it to at least medieval paces. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I guess within the next year, five years, is to find like what what really what really I want essentially. Yeah. Because I don't know. So in the next five years, the answer to that question is to discover what it is you want. Yeah, like what... I like that. What's going to give me... Because like certain things make me happy, right? Like, sure. And you have these moments of like, oh, this is really cool. I'm doing this. This is incredible. But then everyone sees the glitz and glamour and things and doesn't see the bad side. Like That's what social media is, by the way. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, so someone takes a nice smiley picture of themselves and then they go bury themselves in a bottle of basil hayden yes and then like which would be classy at least. yeah it would, it would yeah but not classy when you wake up on your mom's floor yeah, yeah. take Definitely your shoes not. off jesus leave them at the door <laughs> americans are terrible for that right yeah so like i've been to canada and all these places and like uh my last two girlfriends are both canadian and they're like you don't take your shoes off i hate you yeah dude um even even when tommy comes over now he knows he, he takes his shoes off at the door when yeah. he when he was part of this apartment and he paid <laughs> half the rent i don't get to make the rules but now that i'm paying I'm like, yeah. I, I don't, I'm teasing yeah. Tommy and I don't yell at him. He just comes in, he takes his shoes off. It's yeah. like, I, you know, I do my best to keep the place clean. Here, here's a, here's a, here's a fun fact, right? Buy a pair of house slippers or I, a pair I of house them. shoes. I, I'll show them after they're the They're incredible. They're, they're wonderful. They're incredible. Buy yourself like a nice pair of shoes. Cause I, I hate not wearing something on my feet. Yeah. I don't really walk around barefoot ever. Yeah. But like I walk through the door and I have a pair of shoes I wear around the house. Yep. I, I literally have. They're called smoking shoes. They're they're what I would wear if I had a silk robe and smoke cigars in the balcony. But they're amazing. Yeah, but when you did come out this morning at six thirty in the morning to greet me in my Uber, I was in a robe. You were wearing a robe. I, I don't. <laughs> it was incredible. You think that's good, dude? I, here's a nice little story to end with. Um, I had a package delivered a couple of days ago, and it went to the leasing office. I had to go down and pick it up. Well, I only I went down to the mailbox in my robe, and this is like two p.m. I'm at, you know, broad daylight walking around on a robe like a mental. And uh, I, I got to the mailbox and I see the mailman. He gives me this like chuckle. He's like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. And I and I open the mailbox and I see that I have a, a, a package in the leasing office. And I thought to myself, I can turn around and go put pants and a shirt on. Or I can kill two birds with one stone. I'm already halfway there. I can go to the leasing office. Go down to the leasing office. I go in. There's like two prospective you know, renters that don't have an apartment yet, yes. they're probably like, we are not living here. I just, and messing is... Who is that Grizzly Adams looking motherfucker? And, and, and the office ladies know me, so I don't even, I don't even ask them. I just go in and I, I look at all the packages and I pick mine off the top and leave. They seriously probably thought I was just a vagabond stealing packages. That's which, incredible. Yeah, it was great. And I came back and I was very happy with my decision. We could probably market it that. Probably. Yeah, with all this social media, so you could basically do anything you want. Yeah, basically. funny. Pico. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to live that life, though. <laughs> I, ref- I actually refuse to live that way. I, I know people. It's... People ask me about social media. I'm like, I don't know. I don't run it. Yeah, what are you talking about? I, I make content for it, and what they do with it is their prerogative. Yeah, grow, growing is uh, growing. The podcast is tough because like we started it, and then we started deleting 
profiles <laughs> instead of creating them. So it's been great. So yeah. it's word of mouth. I like where the podcast is going. And I think that, you know, I always talk about the podcast. You know, I'm like, I have these great yep. ideas. Yep. I need to just find the time to help adapt them, right? Like the, you know, being able to talk to people on the phone and stuff. Like I have yeah. that capability. I just haven't got around to doing it. But I think... Yeah. And I haven't listened to the Bird Box episode yet, which it's is good. popular. Yeah, you'll like it a lot. It's through the roof. So I have it I have it open on my computer, right? Like, like a couple monitors and then yep. like I have the and when I get you know, when I don't want to work, I just put my headphones on and listen to the Crafty Boys podcast. Hell yeah, is, man. Which is top shelf. Um Top but Shelf, thank I'm, you. It's good because I'll be able to backtrack. Yes. And and get a good laugh. So. Well, great answer to that last question. I really like that. I hope I hope it's good food for I hope the whole episode was good food for five for everybody. And thank you for coming down to visit me and Tara in, in Atlanta, dude. It's oh. been a privilege. I'm looking forward to the next time. Thanks for having me. And if you didn't like it, I don't give a shit. <laughs>